Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, where the host has a headache and a plug snout. He's sicker than a camp counselor at a retreat for the Boy Scouts. I'm more congested than a Black Friday shopping line pre-COVID. Oh, boy. I, <laughs> I gotta tell you, whatever I tried to write next is not very clear. Ah, and it's ex- Oh, okay. I'm more congested than a Black Friday shopping line pre-COVID. And it's Excedrin and Dayquil that have got me loaded. The star of our show broke down in Christmas shop for his spouse, but he can't find the presents she got him and hid all over the house. Today, we're bringing you stories of Christmas and tradition with some number nine. Today, we're bringing you stories of Christmas and tradition with some number niner flair in this holiday rendition. So sit back, buckle up, and hold on to your sleds as Lorena Bobbitt declares, it's off with their heads. As always, I'm introducing my partner in trouble, ladies and gentlemen, T-Double-Double. What's been up, man? How are you? Yeah, I gotta ask this question. Do you want me to re-record your intro there? It's, uh, it's not good. I don't know how much better it's gonna get, Tom. I, uh, you know the little measuring cap that they put with Dayquil and Nyquil? Yeah, I always do one and a half of those. Yeah, I throw them away. I just chugged a half a bottle of Dayquil first thing this morning. And uh, I actually used that Dayquil to get the Excedrin down. Like, I didn't take the Excedrin with water. I took it with Dayquil. So we'll see how this episode goes, bro. It is, uh, it's not good inside my head right now. I'm very congested. I have a headache. You guys are in for a treat today, apparently. Can't wait. Uh, so what's up, man? We uh, we hung out last night. We watched the football game. Did you go check out Christmas lights? We sure did. We went to uh, that sounds awful Hubbard Park in Cheshire. You drove all the way down there. We had to pick up the dog. Jeez, uh, that's a ride. Yeah, but they did a pretty good job. It's not nearly. First off, it's bigger than I thought it was. The park. I didn't really, like. I only go to the water. I used to eat my lunch. Yeah, looking at the water. Um, I didn't realize how much there was to There's like a fucking swimming pool and shit there. Uh, I did not realize, I guess, how fast it would be. Because the line of cars is down to, like, say, the clams. So you're sitting in line. What? Yeah, for 30, 35 minutes to get into that bitch. And then you would just assume everybody, like, is crawling. But they're not. They're going, like, you know, 5, 10 miles an hour to get through it. So it goes by pretty quickly for... So it's not worth the wait, is what you're saying. Uh, it depends, man, if you're really into Christmas lights. So the other thing about it is the people on the right side of the street, because there's houses on the right side going up to it, not on the left side, a lot of them decorate because they know there's going to be that long line, I assume. Maybe. Those lights were probably better than inside the park. The park is all white lights. So I kind of was expecting, I don't know, more festive, less pretty, if, yeah. that, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, they only do white lights at Howard Park, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's all... So, the, like, the houses leading up to it were a little bit better. Yeah, I haven't been to Howard Park. I drive by it on the highway sometimes, but I've never gone through it. Not really my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, not not because of the Christmas lights. The park itself is really cool. Yeah. Uh, Miss Erica Washington's in the chat, which is going to help us with segue into our next seg- segment. Nice. I like how you make it look... Make me look like a cheapskate on top with my... One dollar tip right after the hundred dollar. Ha 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 ha. So you want to get right in the mail time, Pat? Let's do it. Mail time. Yep. Come on. 
Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, Pat, we didn't get uh, really any mail, but I woke up yesterday morning to a nice surprise. Uh, we got a donation from a friend of the show. Her name is Little Defect. And she donated $100 to the show. She is sweet and angelic. So right at the end, where we're closing in on the, uh, I think our uh, tip goal ends on Christmas, she pushed us over, over the edge, Pat. That's not a very nice way of putting it. Well, you get it. Um, yeah. I don't know who this uh, wonderful woman is, but thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, she also uh, had a revelation, Tom. Yes, she did. She had a revelation. So we've had this conversation about a hundred times where she just doesn't know who Tommy is. She doesn't remember you. Um, True story. I mean, how do you forget this face? So she's been listening to the podcast and poof, like an epiphany from out of nowhere, she realizes you are Chunk. Yeah, and which I don't understand, Pat, is that she, like, we've called me Chunk on the stream before, on the podcast before. Yeah, I don't know that we have uh, in a way that is like, oh, that's what he goes by. Well, I really don't go by that anymore. I mean, when you met me, that's what everybody called me. I have, you're literally one of the only people left that calls me Chunk. I mean, you said that about Tommy, but now you have your own show as Tommy. That's true, but the only, there's reasons why we did that, Pat. I know. Um do you think maybe for one of the uh, one of the accomplishments we could get you live on YouTube doing the truffle shuffle? Absolutely, absolutely. I wasn't. Oh say wow! That. I thought you were going to go with not on that one. But yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's excellent. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Pat came up to me at work the other day and was like, "Hey, so and so finally remembers who you are," and I was like, "Oh yeah," and I kind of chuckled. And she goes, "Yeah, she didn't know that your real name was Tom. She thought it was Chunk." That's and fantastic. she finally realized that you that you were Chunk. So maybe that's what helped her uh, decide to donate to the show. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe it was because of her love for you. Maybe. I would, I, I would assume so. It seems realistic. All right. Well, we appreciate the uh, donations. And again, it's Christmas time. If you guys are feeling festive, feeling like helping out your boys. Uh, uh, said your birth certificate says Chunk Dizzle. Uh, you can absolutely donate to the show. You can donate on the website, and if you're watching the stream, the links are all in the stream. Uh, so yeah, help us out. Help us get there. It's Christmas time. We got to buy Christmas presents, and we don't have any other income. So help us out. That's partially true. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. So I want to remind everybody, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all the same. Number nine with Tommy Podcast. If you're Twitter, if you're Twitter people like us. Go check us out at number nine pod. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Whatever it is that they do on Twitter. Uh, also, you can check us out on our website, number nine podcast.com. Uh, we started something new on there, Pat. We did. I'm always trying to revolutionize our website, make it more interactive for the guests. Oh, shit. Hold, After the Cowboys hey, I'm going to fucking hold you to that. <laughs> Rick Washington. <laughs> Puts his money where his mouth is. He says, after the Cowboys beat the Niners, I will donate $100. I think the Cowboys are going to win. This is very exciting. Okay, you want to tell that story after I plug everything? What story? 
about my picks. Oh, yeah, please. Okay. So, anyway, uh, so go to the website. Now you can go to the website, and you can book to be a guest on the website uh, any Sunday or Wednesday, 10.30 or 7, 10.30 on Sundays, 7.30 on Wednesdays. Um, and we could do it virtually, or you can come and do it in person, whatever works best for you. Uh, but that's pretty cool. You can also subscribe to the email list at the bottom of the home screen. Subscribe. Make sure when you subscribe with your email, you go check your email and confirm it. Andy the driver. Uh, you can also donate to the podcast on the website on any page at the bottom. Uh, there's a little donate button there. Uh, so come check us out. We're trying to do new stuff. We, I think we have a pretty good format for guests, which is we have a standard eight to ten questions that we send you in advance. You have time to think about how you want to answer them. Things like what's the best moment in your life? What's the worst moment in your life? What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? That would be your first time on the show. If you come back out of the show, we can really talk about anything you want. And if you'd rather talk about something specific, we're happy to do that too. We don't have to start with like a, you know, a guest profile. We can well, just like get we right did into with, it. Uh, like we did with Michael. Yeah, with Michael, we, we did both. We, yeah. we asked him a bunch of questions and we did a, a, you know, a lot about his work. Um, so yeah, so come check us out. So anyway, football picks this week, Pat. Yeah. In the last episode, we were talking about how I'm in, I was in second or third place. And, and for your sake, because I love my boy Tommy, I said, I really hope the guy in first place, his name is Josh, so I hope he fucking forgets to make his picks. So he loses, even though he deserved to win. That's what I, I didn't say I hope he loses fair i didn't say i hope he loses because he made bad picks i hope he forgets to lock his picks in and drops from first place so as all of you probably know we got hit with a pretty bad snowstorm up here on thursday i went to work uh the guy i was working with called out so i was by myself uh i had to get up super early driving to work i got home i watched a couple episodes of the office with the wife and the kid and i went up to bed alert goes off on my phone there's a night football starting I don't think of it right away, and then it dawns on me about five minutes later, motherfucker, I didn't make my picks. And the shitty part about this league is that if you don't make, with the old league that we were in, if you miss Thursday's game, you miss Thursday's game. It wasn't that big a deal. It's one pick. It's one pick. You, you don't also do, can change your picks after Thursday's game. Yes. If you don't make your picks on Thursday or by Thursday, the start of the game, you don't get to do any of your picks for that weekend. So... I went from second or third place, and I'm going to be about 18th. I'm out of it. There, there's no way I can come back from this. Which uh, oh, Rick just took the word right out of my mouth, which tastes, what is that, karma? That tastes like karma. Listen, I, motherfucker. That's the only word that doesn't count. I didn't say that. You did. Yeah, but Tom, how, so you break my nuts. All the fucking time about setting alarms for everything. You know what I don't forget to do, Tom? I don't forget to set my fucking picks because I have an alarm for that shit. And if I don't have the free time when the alarm goes off, I hit the snooze button, not the cancel button. And I snooze every eight minutes until I make my fucking picks. And I assure you, I would never, ever remember to make my picks without that alarm. Well, I've done pretty good. I went 14 weeks, made sure I made all my picks. That's not bad. Yep, and now I'm out of it. So the only chance I have to make... Now, mind you, unlike yourself, Pat, I have one a week this this season, so I've made my money back off the pool, so it's not that big a deal. Um, yes. That alarm goes <laughs> off during Wednesday live stream. I'm sure it does. I don't understand. Your football picks alarm. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. 
All right, so uh, pretty much for the rest of the show, we're going to be doing some Christmas news articles, uh, and then we're going to close it out with uh, the most popular gifts like we did on uh, the last show. So we got a bunch of them here. Um, this one was the one that we were going to talk about on Wednesday's show uh, that Erica sent in. Uh, it's on newsbreak.com. Uh, family might have to cancel Christmas after their child spends over 16000 in App Store. With my $100... Buy a bigger mic that will block off all of Pat's face. It's funny. <laughs> oh, fuck, Rick. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. I feel like with this this mic, the way it's set up, I feel like Wilson from Home Improvement. Like, you can only see my eyes and forehead. <laughs> I just hide behind the microphone. Um. So a six-year-old living in Wilton, Connecticut. Oh, how, you know what I just realized? I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep interrupting the story. I'm going to do it one more time, too, just so you know. But this time I mean to. Uh, Tim and Rick know each other. Yes, they do. Oh, how cool is that, that we have brought long-lost friends back together again? Yes, we're bringing people together here on the number that's nine what, with Tommy that is podcast. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, that's why Man. we got to do a live stream. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck your Facebook. The number nine with Tommy podcast brings people together. I'm surprised that Tim McCaffrey hasn't said hi to Mr. Washington. Well, they don't want to get into a side conversation. It'd be very distracting. Hey, listen, all the chat, chatter chat in the chat helps us. So it's they true. can talk with each other. We don't have to read it. So before we get into this story. How many more times are you going to cut me off, Pat? I was dating this chick who had two kids. The little guy, right? I'm going to say he's six years old, seven years old. And he's playing this game on the fire stick. And it's like... Uh, I remember this story. I think it was called Crossy Roads. No, that was the Frogger one. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's cars, you know, and you race and you can unlock stuff by achieving accomplishments. And he is breaking his ass trying to unlock this car that he wants. I come home one day and he is so excited to tell me that he's unlocked the car. And I am hella proud, man. Like this kid has worked his balls off and we won't give him the money to just buy it. You know, like that's out. So... I asked him, like, what did you do? And he's like, I just kept working at it. Like you said, I just kept trying hard. I just kept focusing. Like, he's everything I had ever told him as far as advice about unlocking this fucking car. He's shooting back at me. Now, I did not solicit this information. He came to me and told me he unlocked the car. So I'm very, very excited for him. I go upstairs. Now, this is 30 seconds later. I go upstairs, and his mother is almost in tears because she's furious because he actually just used her credit card to unlock the fucking car. <laughs> Which was immediately funny to me. I, You know, like, you have to punish him because he did something wrong. But it was fucking hilarious. I mean, this kid really worked his way through. Like, okay, if I do this, I need to really create a backstory about what I did to make this happen. He's a smart kid. How much was it? I think it was like six ninety nine. Like she was, seven bucks. She was in tears over seven dollars. She was in tears over him not listening after being told. Okay, that makes sense. To but be, to be fair, she's a little bit of a crier. Apparently, yeah. <coughs> so, so anyway, that that should segue us nicely into our first holiday story. Um, so the six-year-old in Wilton, Connecticut, same age as this other kid. Uh, spent $16,000 in charges in the App- Apple Store for his favorite video game, Sonic Force. Uh, his parents are real estate brokers, uh, and I know that Apple refused to refund the money. Now, this is where I'm at with this, right? 
Yeah, I don't put my credit card information on anything that my son could buy stuff on. So, yeah, I think you have two real, real glaring problems here. One, those parents got to get that kid in check. Um, and yeah. that's, admittedly, you know, the kid that I'm talking about did the exact same thing to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but for your kid to spend 16 grand, never mind the money, because giving him access obviously is going to take advantage. How much fucking time was that kid playing that game? And they didn't Never realize. mind the actual game itself. Just the spending the money. How much time would it take to drop sixteen grand? It says that the the add on boosters are anywhere from two dollars to a hundred dollars. So at best, he had to do this what a hundred and sixty times. Yeah. How does his parents not realize? Yeah. That they're charging his car. Oh, it was across months, Erica. So I I uh, remember saying that, but I didn't read it today, and I didn't want to. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. In July, Misquote. he rang up 25 charges for 2500 bucks. Classic. So that's all $100 charges. Um, here's the other side of that. Do you have sixteen grand sitting around? Yeah, I'm sure this family has the money. Yeah, like, I, I don't really feel bad. <laughs> I have had sixteen grand at times, like, in trend, like, I'm planning on buying a car, so I, you know, I have money in the bank. Or, like, I'm planning on buying a house, so I have money in the bank. But... Never do I have sixteen grand that's not being like watched like a fucking hawk. Yeah, they yeah. got sixteen grand to just lose. I don't understand how that. how the kid gets past the first month. And to your point, Pat, maybe that's part of it. Maybe these people have so much fucking money. They are Richies from Wilton, and she kept thinking someone had stolen their account info or something. So that would be my first like attack. That as soon as you see it, yeah. I, like, how does it go on for months? You know what I mean? How do you not realize that it's your kid spending $2,500? Oh, you know, I said there were two glaring problems, and I was going to go at Apple. I really was. But there's a quote in here. It says, Apple told Jessica that there was nothing they could do. She, she, I quote, they told me that because I didn't call within 60 days of the charges, they can't do anything. The reason I didn't call within 60 days is because Chase told me it was likely fraud that PayPal and Apple are top fraud charges. So here's the thing. I don't blame Apple. You had that shit for 60 fucking days. If you had that shit for 30 fucking days, in video game time, that's a lifetime. In 60 days, the kid could be tired of the fucking game. So sure, you call and say, oh, never mind, we don't want, you know, we don't want this stuff. Yeah, no, fuck you. That's our money now. Yeah. Apple couldn't refund the money. They didn't develop the app. They only get a small portion of the money. That's a good reason, too. Apple yeah. doesn't have the, the Apple doesn't collect all sixteen grand. Yeah, I don't feel bad. Uh, I feel bad for the parents, but I don't. To an extent. I don't, man, because like, what are you? Like, I just had this conversation with my kid last night. Who's watching their kids? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I just had this conversation that you need that you need to be responsible for what your kids are doing on the fucking internet. Yeah, yeah. like it's that simple. My brother uh, Stephen, the one in the military, is a. Uh, He's on top of shit. He's, you know, communications. So he's all worried about, I don't know, spyware or whatever you call it. Um, he, his kids cannot play online. Like, if they need something online, they go to him. He'll download go. it in a way that they can then use it, but not continue to be online. Yeah. Um, but they also have, like, I, I'm pretty sure they get, like, an hour of game time a day, period. And that's not just game time. 
That's like live time. Like yeah, if you're like texting iPad. your friends, you cannot text outside of that hour. I'm not positive on that because uh, Junior, his son, texts me all the time. But I'm pretty sure they don't get more than a very small amount of time. Willow got a hold of my card and bought Carissa a necklace for Christmas. Kids these days. <laughs> That's awesome, Mason. Uh, anyway. Uh... We could, uh... I wish we could discuss what we got uh, Emily and Erica, but we can't because Erica actually listens to the show where Emily's not allowed. Well, so we can tell what you got Emily. I'm pretty sure Emily got you a PS5. <laughs> I'm like positive that she got you a she PS5. Didn't before she's gonna now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she got you a PS5. No, uh, I've seen the boxes. There is no PS5. The closest thing, size-wise, that could have been a PS5, uh, feels like it's maybe a hoodie. It's a PS5, bro. It's not a PS5. She got you a PS5. So Tom brings that up because yesterday I told Emily. That if I open up a PS5 from her on Christmas morning, I will never ask her for anal again. <laughs> so, we're pretty sure she's in a mad dash for PS5 at this point. Yeah, she's willing to pay whatever it costs. Yeah. To get I'm going to get today. a $1,300 PS5 now. <laughs> Is there a chance that maybe she bought you the Oculus Pack? So, we chose a dollar amount that we were not to go over. I then blew that dollar amount, but not by like any crazy margin. We chose three hundred. I think I spent four fifty. Well, she said that she went over it as well last night. Yeah. So I don't feel bad as long as it was like you know we did this because of the story that we've told on the podcast about the laptop and the, the yeah digital camera. Um. So I wait. So she maybe spent three fifty four hundred. I still didn't spend two thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear you. I kept myself in check. Good. I will say I got some bomb-ass deals. Bomb-ass deals. I don't really shop for deals. When it comes to my wife, Pat, the dollar amount doesn't matter. I get her what she wants when she I wants I wholeheartedly it. disagree. You could get the same things for your wife on sale. Why wouldn't you do that? I don't look for sales, Pat. I just get her whatever. Whatever they have on Amazon is what she gets. <laughs> um, all right, you want to do this one next, Pat? We got... Uh, Christmas traditions from all over the world. All right. Let me pull it up. What's the title of that email? Uh, Patrick. Bizarre. Bizarre. Okay. These are bizarre Christmas things from all over the world. Do you want me to start with the first one? Yeah, fire away. All right. So in Germany and Austria, the Krampus. 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 The fate of children who misbehaved is sealed in the Krampus, the evil spirit of Santa Claus, the fearsome ghoul with an appearance of of half demon, half goat, prowls the streets in search of naughty children to whip whip with his bundle of reeds or ruin. Yeah, that's the fuck my is reeds and ruin. I think they're the same thing. Ruin is the German word for reeds. What's reeds? I, I picture it to be a whip of some, like, chains, because in the pictures that you see of him, his hands are chained together. Um, Krampus is the coolest fucking holiday tradition anywhere. I kind of want to... Here, keep talking about it. Do it up. Look up uh, Krampus. Oh, it's boy. Hit the wrong button. K-R-A-M-P-U-S. Um, it's exactly what you would look like when you hear half demon, half goat. I mean, really. Tom's looking it up right now. He's going to see Krampus for the first time. Boom. This thing? Yeah, how fucking cool is he? 
Um, and like, you know, Americans are like, oh, you have to be nice because Santa's going to bring you presents. And Germans are like, on the other side, you can be a little asshole and Krampus will bring you fucking whippings. That's awesome. Check out this thing, guys. It's fucking... That's... That's crazy. Mason just responded, have you been impish or honorable? <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Um, I've actually... I've heard uh, this next one before, though I'm confident not many people have. In Japan, they have a KFC feast. So... Although only about 1% of the population celebrates Christmas, the Japanese get in full swing of the occasion by marking it with buckets of KFC. It is common for people to wait in line hours for festive fried chicken. The color red, which Japanese associate with death, is a big no-no. So here we are. I mean, everything's green and red. Yeah. And we, you know, are having, like, house house-made ham. And the Japanese are like, fuck that shit. Let's go get some KFC and avoid the color red. I love it. Let's be fair. KFC is delicious. Yeah. Th- listen, that's a great holiday meal. Yeah. Especially for people who eat pretty healthy. Especially like, if you oh, get it's Christmas. Let's go get KFC. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what's, the, what's the bowl there? Is it just called With the, bowl? the mashed potatoes famous and stuff bowl. in it? Yeah. The yeah. famous bowl has mashed potatoes, corn, uh, little chicken. chicken bites. Yeah. Gravy, that shit's amazing. Cheese. So good. It's good. It's like three dollars. So. today, huh? I might get KFC today. I was actually just thinking that maybe we should get that for dinner. Oh, so. But good. we just had Erica made homemade fried chicken the other day. It was pretty good. Yeah, no free ads. Hashtag KFC. Uh, oh yeah. La Bafania, the kind witch. This is from Italy. It's probably the only time the presence of a witch is highly anticipated. In place of Santa, the kindly, the kindly La Bafana. A legendary old woman who is first declined, who at first declined and misses the chance of seeing baby Jesus with uh, Maggie. Magi. Went, ma- Magi. Went Magi. On, yeah, whatever fuck Pat keeps saying. <laughs> uh, went on her own way to search, way in search of him, bearing presents of her son's old belongings. La Bafania received the infant's blessing in return, she, and she continued traveling the world. Re- uh, rewarding good children with presents. I gotta tell you, this. So they don't have Santa there. No, and I got this, this is, is Santa. This is the most realistic substitute for Santa I can possibly imagine. Like I believe that Santa is an um, an adaptation of this old Italian story where we use Santa a because he's a man. You know what I mean? Like, we ripped this fucking story off of the truth, and men rewrote the story, and we're like, no, no, no. It's it's the Disney version. Yeah. Dude, so this woman, you know, declines the opportunity to meet the baby Jesus, and then searches high and low for him with her son's old stuff, hand-me-downs, for the baby Jesus. As a result, the baby Jesus is like, yeah, that's cool. I'm down. And she gets his blessing. Uh, and then she spends the, the, the rest of her days uh, looking for... Good children to give presents to. What the fuck? Tommy is asking the Magic 8-Ball, is Rick Washington gonna pay up? Uh, anyway. Did we... Screw up. Mayhaps. <laughs> what the fuck is mayhaps? Um, okay, so in the United Kingdom, they have icy Christmas Day swims. Call it sadistic, but in the UK, Christmas revelers trade in relaxing walks in... Trade in relaxing walks in the woods for a dip in sub-zero waters. The annual swim sees daring swimmers 
some in fancy Christmas costumes, taking the plunge in various hotspots like Serpentine on Hyde Park and Brighton Beach and in the Irish Sea. I looked at pictures of this. These motherfuckers, dude. And you've heard of the penguin plunge, right? Yeah. So these motherfuckers are doing the penguin plunge in Christmas suits. But, like, you know the sexy Santa that a woman can wear? Yeah. Yeah, that. And just, like, covered in goosebumps. That's a cold day. It's pretty fucking funny. I would not participate. Uh, Next we have the Ukraine. And uh, theirs is spider webs. Ukrainians trade in a beautiful babbles of sparkling tinsel. I think that's actually bulbs. I think that's like the the European way of spelling bulbs, like a like a bulb on a tree. Pat, I gotta ask something. Based off our last article and this one, what's up with you always getting European news? Only European stuff going on. I, the one last week was gay news from Europe. This one is not well, gay news. It's from a gay news website. That is true. <laughs> Thought we weren't going to discuss that. Tim called it out in the chat. Coincidental. Uh, anyway, Ukrainians trade in a beautiful, in beautiful bulbs in sparkling tinsel on Christmas trees in place of artificial spider webs and spider believe to capture good luck. The customs stems from an old wives' tale about a poor family who couldn't afford to decorate their tree and woke up on Christmas morning to a tree and glistening. Tree glistening with spider webs that turned into silver and gold. I love this one. That's a pretty good one, yeah. Fucking love it. That's great. Maybe that's why we have the uh, the white and gold Christmas trees now, where you can buy all very the, possible. You know all the weird shit. Yeah, I mean, on top of being aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, this is really cool, man. Oh, do you prefer those over green Christmas trees? I prefer black. A black Christmas tree? Yeah, Tom. My holly Christmas tree is black. That's not a real. Huh? Keep moving. We're not going to talk what about do you mean? your it's not fucking. Real. We're not going to talk about your stupid room. It's beautiful. Your sitting room that you uh, refuse to put a TV in. Uh, so in Iceland, that's because I'm classy. In Iceland, the I'm going to try this one. Jalaka Turin, which is uh, the Yule cat. So Icelandics are a hardworking lot, and naturally their customs uh, frown upon laziness. Enter the scary Yule cat who stalks the land-eating children who've not worked hard enough. Those who failed to finish their work and missed out, uh, those who finished their work and missed out shopping for new clothes are top of the beastly cat's list. So if you haven't worked hard enough and you're not dressed nicely enough, this cat will straight up claw you to death. Like, that's badass. I gotta ask you another question. Yeah. How come you decided to change words in the middle of that thing? Like uh, you're just put inserting your own words. I only changed one word, and it was traditions. And I can't. I said customs. Customs. What's the fucking difference? Well, I'm just saying it was written a certain way, and you changed it. It rolled off the tongue easier, Tom. Then traditions. Yeah. Okay. It just came out. And our last one is Greenland fermented meat delicacies. Ugh. Uh. Oh. You've every reason you you've every reason to be thankful for delicious Christmas feast because chances are the food can't be as revolting as the fermented and decomposing meat on Greenland's Christmas menu. Items like matatak, raw whale skin and blubber, <laughs> and caviac, seal skin stuffed with five hundred dead auk birds and fermented for seven months. Oh my god. Are apparently tastier than they sound. Bro, I looked at pictures of this. That sounds fucking it's, awful. It's so fucking good. First off, the word fermented should only go 
with wine. And yeah. I'm not a drinker. Yeah. Fermented fucking meat sounds so bad. You know who would absolutely pound this meal? And I guarantee it. Fucking Mason would be so interested. In yeah, probably. This. Yeah, he uh, looks like somebody that would eat that shit. He also, I think Mason has a flair for European culture. Maybe that's maybe that's why all my internet searches end up in Europe. Maybe. Um, he just said no. He's really? not down. He's I'm not down. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make you some caveat and see if you eat it. All right, Pat. Our next news article is 17 horrifying office party stories. So this one. Um, is the Marine with no filter. I work at a fairly large law firm, and at our last holiday party, my coworker's boyfriend had a little too much to drink. He told everyone, literally everyone, including all the uh, firm partners, about his her explosive diarrhea and graphic detail. <laughs> Sounds like a girl that, date, that Pat would date. He was, a, uh, he was a Marine and compared her bathroom to a toilet trenches of... Worn, war-torn Afghanistan. To make matters worse, on his way, on his way out, he proceeded to tell all of our coworkers the color that he was no longer a racist. Yeah. So this marine goes fucking ham. But this, I, hold on. First off, so I have two questions about this. One, how come it keeps going back between he and her? The marine is a man. The her is the woman that brought him to the holiday party. Okay. Second, is this a story about your dad? Ah, my dad never admitted <laughs> that he's no longer racist. Uh, so we're jumping down to number four, Tom. Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We don't need to jump down to number four. Number three. Nope, yep, number four. So it's called The Truly Hypnotizing Makeout. The story is, when I was in college, I worked at a chain grocery store. We all partied together at the, all the time. Switching partners was like exchanging friendship bracelets in second grade. I had been crushing on an assistant manager who had a girlfriend for a while. For our Christmas party, they bust us all out to a gorgeous lodge. I then got very drunk and was hypnotized as part of the show. While hypnotized to believe that my underwear was shrinking, I removed my bra while keeping my sweater on and proceeded to throw it in front of all of my bosses and co-workers. Well, half a bottle of vodka later, I was busted making out with my assistant manager's cr- uh, my assistant manager crush in a janitor's closet while I was sitting in the sink topless for weeks after the party. The assistant manager couldn't even look at me. Could you fucking imagine how awkward that was at work? For who though? I mean, why why couldn't the assistant manager look at her? He had a good time. I know she had a good time. Everybody, people were having fun. They were kung fu fighting. They were kung fu fighting. You can uh, number six is pretty good. Uh, the drunk gym gymnastics failed. I decided to brag about my past as a gymnast, then proceeded to do a backflip in the office lobby. Woke up with rug burn on my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. All right, we'll round it out with this one. The fart heard around the office. I went to the office Christmas party, and Erica's already laughing. Yes, because we said I fart. said the fart heard around the office, and I can just see her giggling away. I went to the office Christmas party for the first year on the job, and while in line for food, I farted so loudly in front of one of the office managers that I just dropped my plate and left. No one ever said anything to me. <laughs> you think it's a girl or a guy? I gotta assume it's... Based off the name, I want to say it's a girl. Hold on, let me go back. Because it's Sapphire. 
Yeah, that's a that's a chick. That's hilarious. There's there's nothing good about lady farts. That is disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want to do any more of these? Yeah, hit number ten, Tom. Number ten. Why don't we do number nine? Oop, the number nine with Tommy. Let's do it. Uh, I'll read number ten though. I used uh, this one's called the Barfing Plus One. I used to work for a high-end fashion brand in the UK. Everything's from the fucking UK. And every year, they had a Christmas party at a swanky local in London. I brought my boyfriend. We got dressed to the nines. And all my colleagues and our significant others went to the event in a party van. It was beautiful, luxurious, and full of important people. So clearly, my boyfriend thought it was perfect place to take coupons. Oh, copious. Well, copious amounts of shots and get really drunk. He got so drunk that on the van ride back, he passed out and vomited numerous times all over the floor because we were in a moving vehicle. His vomit spread around with each bump and turn, eventually (laughs) splashing on my colleague's designer shoes. Guess who had to clean up the mess, which had covered the majority of the van? When our journey ended, me. Oh, when the journey ended, me. Side note, we are no longer together. Good for you, sweetheart. Good for you. Get out of that fucking relationship. Oh, a puke-fueled purse. That's the next one. All right, we'll go back to the number nine. The number nine, the new employee who really made a splash. I had only been with my new company for a few months, and our party was at a bar. So I dressed in a new bodycon dress and platform heels. Turns out, I was literally the only person who there who was single. And the rest of the team were all considerably more conservative in their outfits. The highlight was having to go on stage to get a certificate they give to all new employees at their first Christmas party. I snuck out after with my coat and a shred of dignity. I thought I had gotten away with it until I found out the next Monday that my name was drawn for a large TV raffle prize at the end of the night. So everyone knew I was gone and they gave the prize to the next name. Ah. Well, that sucks. That's what you get for trying to tramp it up at a holiday party. Tom has a similar puke story. Uh, Rick, Tom told that story on the He's talking about when your sister brought you home from the bar? No. He might be talk, talking about the time uh, we went out for my sister's now ex-husband's birthday. Okay. You want to hear this story real quick? Yeah. All right. So we went out <coughs> uh, and we were bar hopping all over like all over downtown. Yeah. You know, because at the time there was probably four or five bars and a really yeah, close Yeah, you memories, Sawyer's. Not so memories. Yeah, memory. The fuck is memories? Memories. What's you remember otters? Yeah. Memories was right down the, at that that super main intersection. It's that down was, in the art gallery. So it was I, called Memories on Main. On a corner there? Yeah. Oh, never knew that. Yeah, like the that most. That was before my time. Oh, okay. Or before I was able to party. So anyway, so Tony we're all, and Michael could do an entire podcast on memories. Just that one bar. Well, they yeah, they did a lot there. Um but we went to Sawyer's, um, Bocce's, all those places. No free ads. And uh, so we're driving. So I, And I was fine, right? I had drank a little bit, but I felt fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until I got in my truck. And when I got in my truck to leave, I was like, oof. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. And it wasn't even that I, I felt like I was feeling good. I was probably really highly buzzed right before drunk. Yeah. But the car ride made me nauseous. So I'm driving up East Main Street, coming home, and I wanted to go to Taco Bell for everybody because my boy Ricky was coming over afterwards to the yeah. house. So I'm driving up East Main Street, and I'm like, oof, I got to puke. You know what I mean? Like, once I puke, I'll be all right. We've all been there. So I'm like, 
Cumbies is right here where the old Cumbies used to be. I'm gonna pull in that parking lot, and as I got up closer to it, there's a cop that had somebody pulled over. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I can't do that. Uh, and that's another reason why I know that I was okay because, like, I'm thinking rationally. Yeah, at least logically. Yeah. No oh one. wow, you're gonna have to keep oh, telling stories because uh, now your dad sounds. I know which, which one. Ones. Well, that has nothing to do with me. That oh, wasn't me. Okay, but that's a good one too. So we. Uh, that's actually the. The first man I ever met, Erica. Oh, I'm ex- I'm excited for that one too. It's... It wasn't much. It was a hey, how you doing? Okay, okay. It was years before we started dating. Okay, but anyway, uh, so I get up to the stoplight where the Cumbies is now. Yeah, and I just puke all over myself. Uh, <laughs> in the car? Because what else am I gonna do? I'm gonna kick the door open and puke out the side of the car? No, man. I gotta take this one on the. On, on the chin here. Oh. I got to puke on myself in the car so I don't cause any, like, commotion because ah, I'm not getting a DUI. Fucking disgusting. So I, I can't disagree with you. So I go home. I clean off my car. <laughs> like, the inside I of my car. I can smell it. <laughs> and I just go up to the bathroom and I spent the night in the bathroom puking. What's funny is when Ricky finally got home, I could hear him all talking. Like, where's Tom the Taco Bell? Mm. And I'm laying on the bathroom <laughs> floor and he comes and opens the door. He's like, just like old times, huh, Tommy? <laughs> Shuts the door. Um, this one, so uh, I came down from Massachusetts for my mom's birthday one year. And it was the year I turned 21. So she must have been, I think it was her 45th birthday, maybe. Okay. Something like that. So, uh, and I bring a girl I had been seeing in Massachusetts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I bring her down. And uh, she had just had, it was her 39th birthday. I think that's a joke. There's no way it was her 39th birthday. I wasn't told. Maybe your dad thinks she's always going to be 39. Yeah. Uh, so. There you go. Yeah. So Classy, I, Rick. I like it. So um, we're having a good time, whatever. You know what I mean? It was a great party. Yeah. Uh, the girl that I was with was nice or whatever. She got a little too drunk. It happens. Uh, and my dad wanted to go to Twinco afterwards. Okay. So that's, I mean, option number one. Yeah, for everybody. So we all go to Twinco. Well, the girl I was with gets in my sister's car and passes out. So we left her in the car. We went inside and ate. Perfect. Yeah. So we were driving back up to the house. And she gets out of the car. And she pissed her pants in my sister's car. Not the Subaru. Yes. Oh. (laughs) That was a nice ride, dude. Oh, my God. So, I'm thinking my sister's going to beat this girl to death. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she actually was very nice to her. She said, oh, come on. She helped her get inside, helped her change and stuff. Um, the next morning, my she comes down the stairs. I'm up. You know what I mean? Yeah. She comes down the stairs, and my dad goes, oh, hey, what's up, pee-pee pants? <laughs> so, she was super embarrassed. We didn't date much longer after that. That's fantastic. That was a good time. Uh, have I, on the podcast, told the story of... Uh, Gamble Your Life's bachelor party? No. Gamble so, Your Life. So, Gamble Your Life. Uh, that was a sick tattoo, bro. He doesn't have a ton of friends. Um, he's not from the area. He's not close with his family. And he just kind of like... I thought he was from Thompson. No, nah, he lives in Thompson now. Okay. Um, but he was like, hey, man, I was hoping you'd be the best man at my wedding. Now, mind you, I've probably hung out with this dude once in my life. But we yeah. worked together. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is going to be a challenge. I don't really know much about him. Uh, his 
soon-to-be wife also worked for me, so... Why didn't you just say no? That would have been that the right would've, In his interest, that probably would have been the best thing I could have done. I wanted to try to do the right thing, so I said yes. Um, I throw a bachelor party at the same place my bachelor party was, right? Like, I'm just going to mirror everything that happened for me, because at least I know it went well. Yeah. So... Uh, for you. Yeah. Throw a bachelor party. Um, I believe I lost about $740 uh, on that bachelor party between, like, the hall, the kegs, and people not coming and shilling out money. Well, he doesn't I, have any friends. Right. So I, I legitimately threw a bachelor party and just called all of my friends and was like, hey, come to this party. It's yeah. 20 bucks at the door. Let's go. Um, so, And he was adamant that there not be the Get Wet Girls, which I think that the Get Wet Girls are absolutely necessary for a bachelor party. If you don't have naked women at your bachelor party, that's not a bachelor party. That's just a party. Um, I didn't have naked women at my bachelor party, Ted. That's not a bachelor party. That's it just wasn't a party. Really, it, was, it was a stag. It exactly. Really exactly. Um, so I invite a manager, uh, a co-worker, who's, we know that he's about to be promoted uh, to uh, an assistant district manager. And he I said, uh, you know, are you interested in going? He was like, I really appreciate the offer because um, I don't know how many of these people are friendly with me, and I'd like to use this opportunity to get to know people a little bit better, not talk about work, just show them, like, I'm a human being. Like, perfect, dude. And he's like, can you drive? Sure, no problem. I did not realize that that's because he was going to get fucking loaded, right? So we're talking, like, the whole night. We're going to go out after the bachelor party and go play (laughs) pool at the billiards in Torrington. He lives in Torrington. I live in Torrington, so no big deal. You remember that red Jimmy I used to have, the GMC Jimmy? Uh, vaguely. Okay. So we get in the Jimmy in Thomaston. That's where the bachelor party was. We start driving. He's all for this game of pool that we're going to have. He's a pool player. I'm going because I'm trying to keep all these people around him. You know, like we've left the bachelor party. A bunch of us are going to go play pool. Gives him the chance to get to know people and they can get to humanize him. We're getting off the exit for Burger King because he's decided, like, I I just want to stop home quick. He's also said, can I roll your window down? I just want to smoke a cigarette. And I know what that cigarette is when you're drunk, that I need to smoke a cigarette because I want to settle my stomach because I'm not feeling well. The worst thing you can do when you have an upset stomach because you're drunk is smoke smoke that cigarette. cigarette. It's almost like a dog eating grass to calm their stomach, right? Yeah, and then they throw up the grass. Right. So I already see this coming. And I'm like, if I can go 100 miles an hour, I can get this guy home so he can puke in his toilet. So we get off the exit. His window's all the way down. It's fucking freezing outside. And he's like, do you really want to play pool? And I'm like, ah, oh, no, man. We could skip. We could do it some other time. He's like, all right. I need to get some fresh air. Now, his window's all the way down. I'm like, oh, this is so bad. We're not going to make it, bro. This is so bad. So he's looking at me. And, you know... Please tell me he fucking projectile vomits all over you. He's tried, clearly, to hold this vomit down. He's looking at me, and he starts to turn his head so he can puke out my car window. What he effectively does is he pukes all over the radio, like the whole dashboard, all up on the top of the dashboard where the vents are. He covers that. He splashes it all over my fucking windshield, the inside of my windshield, mind you. He gets it all over my fucking mirror. 
And then he makes it out of the car and is hanging his head out and puking. I'm still driving. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm going. Yeah. Um, the damage is already done. Yeah. So I get to his house. I fucking pull up the driveway and I'm like, hey, man, I lost my ass on this fucking bachelor party. Like, I have no fucking cash on me. Uh, the, the, the car wash doesn't take credit cards because this is not 2020. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, do you have like five bucks so I can vacuum the puke out of my car? He pulls out his wallet. He's got a, just a fucking bankroll of 20s and 50s, and he's flipping through it. And no shit, he looks at me dead serious and goes, I don't have any fives, bro. Puts his money back in his pocket and fucking walks inside. Are so you serious? I, I'm just stuck. It's like fucking 2.30 in the morning. I have no way to clean this fucking Jimmy out. And it's filled with his puke. Oh, my God. It was brutal. You drove to his house the next day, right, to clean it? No. I woke up fucking first thing. I uh, I asked one of my roommates for five bucks. I ran to the fucking car wash and vacuumed that shit out. It was awful. It smelled so fucking bad. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Puke stories are always fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pat. You want to do this one next, and then we'll do the Christmas uh, gifts? Let's do it. All right. So this one... Is feeds right into what Pat's gonna get for Christmas. For all we know, this is uh, Pat's girlfriend. Um, it's true. Nobody knows what Emily looks like. Yeah. Uh, so there's a fight at a Walmart. Now I haven't seen this whole video yet, but we're gonna show you guys it. Yeah, because... we literally watched the first five seconds and we we're like, good enough. Yeah, pretty much. So Pat, you're gonna want to put on your headphones so we can hear what happens. Let's do this. This came to us in the form of a uh, article, but if there's video, why not watch the video? So this, these two ladies get into a fight over a PS5. So let's see how this goes. For the record, I a PS5 is worth fighting for. Is this guy here in one of those motorized cars? She's out. 
You could do a hundred count. She ain't getting up. She dead. She done. Keep running that fucking mouth. Turns out, while she may not have known you, you clearly did not know her. Damn. She got fucked up. Where's Debo? Debo just died, and this video is for him. That was awesome. That was awesome. She got fucked up. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, why did... You can retract a message, Tim? Yeah, I didn't know you could retract a message. What did you say, Tim? He agreed with your dad to use the uh, monkey and a hammer to stop the buffering, but then it went away. Uh... All right, so we're going to move into the most popular uh, gifts ideas. We ended on 1979. We're going to have to pause this for a second, though. Pat, I want to take this chance to say, go check us. Go check out our website, number9podcast.com. Where you can sign up to be a guest nowadays. You can sign up to be a guest. You can sign up to be a member. I don't really know what the member is going to be yet, but uh, you can do stuff like that. What do you mean you don't know what a member will be? I don't know what we're going to do with that member, but if you sign up to be a guest, you can sign up to be a member. Like an official number niner? Like an official number niner. Okay. Maybe you get special emails and uh, like special codes and to get discounts. <laughs> Maybe special uh, codes to get discounts on merch on the website. Yeah. Why not? Oh, oh, oh that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Automatic 15% off for being a number niner. Bomb. We should really give you 9% off. Yeah. Or 99% off. Whoa. Whoa. No, not going to do that. Maybe 19. Doubt it. Um, but you can also su- subscribe to the mailing list on there, which we're trying to beef that up. I think we're up to 22 or 23. Uh, we want to hit 100. Also, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all the same, Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. And if you're Twitter people like us, check us out at Number 9 Pod. Give us a follow. Make sure you're liking, subscribing on YouTube. Uh, we really want to get the sub- subscriptions up on uh YouTube, maybe one day I'll figure out how to get the latest subscribers to scroll across the top like I do with the donations. Yeah, yeah. You can also, on the live stream, donate to the show. There's links in the description. Uh, I meant to throw them in the chat first thing today, but I forgot. So uh, if you go to the description, they're in there. Uh, or you can donate on the website, number9podcast.com. You can donate at the bottom of any single page there is. Uh, all right, Pat, you want to uh, read off the next... Ten or so were these? You know what I really want to do, Tom? I want to watch that chick get stomped the fuck out again. Oh, God. She got her ass kicked. Yeah, she did. She was standing on her throat, just kicking her in the face. Over PlayStation. That shit was over PlayStation. available in March. I never saw a PlayStation. Like, that's the funny thing. Oh, well, whoever posted the video said that's yeah. what it was about. I have to assume that they're telling the truth. Yeah, it's on the internet. <laughs> All right, All right so, so the most popular gifts of 1980... The Rubik's Cube, Mattel handheld electronic game, Lego train set, Mr. Frosty, and Tin Can Alley target shooting game. Uh, I remember, I don't know what Mr. Frosty is. The Rubik's Cube still crushes it today. I can't get enough of the magicians that utilize Rubik's Cubes in their acts. And I know that some of them have I've like never a, seen a magician use a Rubik's Cube in their act. Really? I also, I'm not 12. I don't watch a lot of uh, magicians. You should watch, the, sh- the name of the show is Penn and Teller Fool Us. And magicians go on Penn and Teller's show, and if Penn and Teller can't figure out how they did their trick, uh, then then they hire them to work in Vegas. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cool, because he's talking about the best magicians in the world working against the best magicians in the world. You know what I mean? 
It's, nice. it's uh, highly entertaining. And, I mean, Penn is funny as fuck. He always has been. Chris wanted to let us know that uh, Mr. Frosty is a snow cone maker. Would you have gotten there? I would not. I would have said uh, soft serve ice cream. Maybe. Definitely not snow cone. Uh, 1981. Star Wars at dash at. Oh, my God. I hate you so fucking bad right now. It's an AT-AT walker, bro. Okay. At dash at. Uh, He-Man Castle Grey Skull. Yeah. Little Castle Grey Skull. Or Light Bright. Donkey Kong. And Baby Precious. Donkey Kong is where it's fucking at. 81 was a well great, great Christmas year. Oh, Erica changed her photo. Oh, thank you, Erica. Erica had a Snoopy snow cone machine. Yeah, eight at, at. I Mason, got it, bro. Mason, don't try to... Tommy is... At this point, he's just working against me. Uh, 1982. Clearly, I'm not a Star Wars person, guys. Yeah, I'm fucking Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie either. <laughs> 1982. The Stompers truck, G.I. Joe figures, BMX bike, Glowworm, and Commodore 64. This is where gaming really, really starts picking up. Is that the original Nintendo? Uh, I don't know that it was a Nintendo system at all. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 1983. Care Bears. Can I say... I mentioned last episode that my mother would just give us a dollar amount that we were allowed to use for Christmas. G.I. Joe's were my entire birthday, Christmas, doesn't matter. If she was like, you have $100 and G.I. Joe figures were five, I got 20 G.I. Joe figures. I mean, yeah, I was a fucking diehard G.I. Joe well, action figure player. It probably has something to do with your father being a literal G.I. Joe and you want to idolize him. Um, it was, yeah, a lot of the movies that we watched, but also, um, I have a pretty active imagination. I used the G.I. Joe's, so they, they were bendable at the knees, the elbows, you know, like they, they had a lot of points of, uh, they bent at the waist, they had a rubber band pulling the top and bottom half. So I would use the G.I. Joe's as wrestling action figures because the wrestling action figures, if you remember back then, were like, you know, they were frozen in position. They were like rubber, so you could move them, but not really. So I would use the G.I. Joe's because they were more pliable to having wrestling matches with. True story. Commodore 64 was one of the first home computers. You attached it to a TV. Erica had a Commodore 64. That shows how old she is. Thanks. Your words, not mine. Uh, 1983. Care Bears. Cabbage Pack Kids Doll. G.I. Joe. APC. My Little Pony. And Rainbow Bright. All right. That was G.I. Joe APC. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I didn't hear the G.I. Joe. Yeah, it's a G.I. Joe APC. Okay, okay. 1984. This is just one precious year before yours truly was born. We've got Optimus Prime, Pound Puppies. They were no shit. The A-Team Van, an R2-D2 toy, toy toy box, and Tonka GoBots. I don't remember that iteration of GoBots. I, I, I don't know what GoBots are, Pat. New toys. I got it. Uh, 1985, the day, the year that shouldn't have existed. Teddy Rubik's. The fuck Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, Ruxpin. What the fuck is that? Uh, man, I want to say it was a fucking, you know who talks about that all the time? And I mean all the time? Steve. Uh, all right, well, we can't say which Steve now. Susan? Yep. 
Uh, Pillow People, Trivial Pursuit, Care Bear Desk, and Wuzzles. What the fuck is a Wuzzle? Oh, I was right. It's a bear. Yeah, it's a talking bear. He would tell stories. Stop Tim all that talked. Thanks, Tim. Did you just call Tim Tiff? Tim. You definitely said Tiff. I said, thanks, Tim. And I laughed, so maybe it came off as whatever. Shut up. Wow. 86. Laser Tag. Awesome. Still one of my favorites. Lego Airport. My Buddy. And Kid Sister. What the fuck is that? A sex toy? My Pet Monster, if you thought that one was a sex toy. <laughs> and Power Wheels Jeep. Power Wheels Jeep. Revolutionary. Yeah. For real. Uh, 87. Sub... Sylvania families? Sylvanian families? Yeah. Cashball. Cooshball. Holy fuck. Do you remember Cooshballs? No. Were those things with the spikes on them? Yeah. Yeah. Popples, Pogo Ball, and Gen Dolls. I gotta tell you, the fucking 80s seemed like they really sucked. These I, are nowhere's... I disagree. Um, there are some of these that are really, really good. 87 specifically, though, now that you bring it up. A terrible fucking year for presents. Well, I gotta say, like, we were having a lot of fun in the 70s here, Pat, with the last show. These, yeah. not so fun. Hopefully uh, the 90s are better. Shit's about to get real, because these last two 80s years are fantastic. We're gonna start 1988 off with the Ghostbusters Proton Pack, and if you didn't have the Ghostbusters Proton Pack, you were not a child in the 80s. That shit was that shit. I wore that Ghostbusters Proton Pack with a Ghostbusters jumpsuit all over the fucking neighborhood. You're a fucking loser. Uh, the NES Action Set. That would be Nintendo Entertainment System Action Set. I assume that's the pad with the track. I don't know that that's true. Um, we'll look it up. Ghostbusters Fright Features, Airless Hockey, and Play School Kitchen. Play Everybody school. loves a Play School Kitchen. Yeah. 89, the year I was born. Batmobile. Starting off good. The real Ghostbusters tabletop pinball. That's pretty fucking dope. Polly Pocket. Is that a fucking pocket pussy? Polly Pocket? Yeah. No, Polly Pocket, it was a, it was like a, the one that I remember. I'm sure there are different versions. But it was like a little pink, um, like the size of... Was it the teeth that fucking... Flat? No, the size of maybe a stress ball, but it was flat. It was like a, like a makeup thing. And you pop it open, and it was a very teeny tiny doll, like a whole set. So, like, you open that, and it's whatever, a house. And, you like, you could put it in your pocket, but you had a whole dollhouse in your pocket. Sounds stupid. Uh, Disney Snowcone Castle and Talking Elf. So, oh, shit. The NES action set was actually the system, the game that came with it, obviously Mario and Duck Hunt two controllers, and the gun. So they called it an action set, but it was really the, the gaming system. <laughs> Why does Pat know what a Polly Pocket is? Facts. Uh, That's a good uh, question, Mr. Let Washington. Us, let us revert back to Cotton. That's why. Because I played with all of Cotton's toys. She played with mine. So I played with Barbie. I played with Polly Pocket. She played with G.I. Joe. Uh, she played Ghostbusters. Did I tell you that my dad recommended our podcast on Facebook? No, did he? Yeah. When he saying? said one of us is really funny and the other one isn't. Give it a watch and try and figure out which one's which. I have to assume. I'm the funny one. I'm the funny one. I don't think so. You should have said one of them is very funny, good looking, and a ginger, to clarify. <laughs> uh, Pat, Mason said, 
the reason that the gifts in 87 weren't that good was because his birth was a gift enough. Yeah, something like that. We might as well go right to 2000, Pat, and then do the last 18 on the next show. We can do that. But time out. Erica, you said Duck Hunt with a big exclamation point. You were very excited about Duck Hunt. Erica, did you know that there was a fucking two-player version of Duck Hunt from the beginning? That game is a two-player game, and the other person can control the duck? I'm not kidding you. In a house of five children, we never fucking knew that that was a two-player game. I brought this up to my brothers a couple weeks ago, and they were dumbfounded. It's a fucking two-player game. It's kind of before my time. We had that game, but it was kind of towards the end because, uh, as you'll see coming up here, the real gaming system came out next. Oh, okay. Uh, so we did 89.90, Pat. You want to do that one? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. I had a couple friends who switched away from J.I. Joe's at this point and went to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> While I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, uh, I stuck with my J.I. Joe's. I still had some turtle action figures. Uh, Mousetrap, which, if you've ever played, is the biggest investment and largest waste of time. Uh, Mousetrap, I used to think, was always going to be fun. I failed every time. It was awful. Sega Mega Drive. Do you remember that? No. I do not. No clue what Sega Mega Drive is. I would have to assume it's before Sega Genesis came out. I Well, it definitely is. Like the original Sega. It's got to be. Because Genesis is really what took it to the next level. Genesis was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so Polly Pocket and Mr. Frosty Ice Crunchy Machine. To, Tom, to reiterate how fucking big Polly Pocket was, that's the only thing on this entire list so far that's made it two years in a row is the Polly Pocket. Well, was it two years? Uh, yeah, it was two years in a row. That was super fucking popular. Um, Mason won to say that uh, apparently you guys weren't five bright children. Mason, did you know that Duck Hunt was a two-player game, you son of a bitch? I'm sure he did. He's, Mason's very intelligent. Uh, 91. Sega Game Gear, Nintendo Game Boy. Dude, that's a song that never died. Yeah, I would still it, play Game Gear right now. I'm saying Game Boy. Game Boy, I didn't like the screen. Hard um, to see. Super Soaker 50, Play Mobile Victionary Dollhouse, and Quentin Dolls. <laughs> Play Mobile Victorian Dollhouse. Yeah. Uh, That's what I said. Super Soakers. Are you fucking kidding? Super Soakers are one of the best parts of my childhood. Super Soakers are awesome. Tom actually grew up to love Super Soakers uh, even more. Chris uh, <laughs> <laughs> said Polly Pocket came out with bigger dolls and rubber clothes, like only a couple inches tall. Okay. Nice. Uh, 92, Pat. Let's go. WWF action figures. What's WWF, Pat? It's not the World Wildlife Foundation, I'll tell you that. That's a fucking bullshit trademark ripoff. It's the World Wrestling Federation. Those action figures, you're getting into really good action figures where you can step away from using G.I. Joe's, and you can actually use the wrestling action figures coming out. Thunderbird's Tracy Island. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Super Nintendo. Unbelievable. The Littlest Pet Shop, which is like Polly Pocket. But for pets, so you can see this miniature trend continues. And slap bracelets. Dude, summer camp, slap bracelets. Woo, good times. So I got to be honest with you. I didn't realize that the actual Nintendo came out so late in 92. Like the Super Nintendo? That's the Super Nintendo, yeah. Um, Super Nintendo had the top 
game drive at the front. Really? Yeah, much nicer system. Oh, Super I Nintendo thought... had a rounded controller, not the, the rectangular one. Oh, I thought that that had the... Uh... You sure? I'm positive. I thought the you... Super Nintendo had it where you had a blow on it, push it in, to close the cover. That's Nintendo. That was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. Uh, Mason said, didn't the WWF Action Ring also come out around that time? It sure did, Mason. It was a hard plastic blue ring with red, white, and blue ropes that you had to actually string to the turnbuckles. God, that provided me with just hours of endless fun. Uh, 90s Reed. Talk Boy. What the fuck is that? I assume like a walkie-talkie? Uh, Barbie Doll. Action Man. Play-Doh. And Dream Phone. There's Play-Doh. no fucking way Play-Doh's only as old as 1990, or as new as uh, So we also have to remember this. The, these aren't when they came out. These were when they were popular Christmas gifts. Yeah, this is the top selling gifts of the year. Yeah. 1994, Power Rangers action figures, Biker Mice from Mars action figures, Cabbage Patch Kids, Silly Putty, and Deer Diary. So, Cabbage Patch Kids, this is a repeat, but the first one was like in the early or in the 80s. So, it's funny how they made a return there. Yeah. Um, uh, I gotta tell you. There is a clear, like, in 1992, WWF action figures top out, and Super Nintendo comes out. I'm seven years old. I didn't care about any of the gifts in 93. I didn't care about any of the gifts in 94. 92 is when I officially became a gamer and a lifelong wrestling fan. Right there. I can I can see it change. So, 95 is probably the best year for games. I already know where you're for going gaming. with this one. Uh, because they came out with the original PlayStation. Which was terrible. Really? You didn't like the original PlayStation? I didn't. The only reason I got PlayStation 2 was for the wrestling video games that were not available on the original Xbox. I gotta tell you, PlayStation was awesome. I love PlayStation. I still hated, love PlayStation. I, hated, I, I couldn't deal with the uh, square animation of PlayStation, where Xbox was much more rounded. Like, the actual people... Well, Xbox didn't come out for years. Well, no, no. So PlayStation, when PlayStation was big, I was playing Sega, Super Nintendo. I wasn't playing PlayStation. I hated I, it that much. I mean, you're talking Xbox didn't come out on this list as a popular thing until after the PlayStation 2. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't... I switched... I So I got the PlayStation 2 when the to- Xbox was big. Well, see, that's that. What Mason says here is actually what uh, was the real competitor for. There you go. Yeah, PlayStation. So, um, so PlayStation, Pogs, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies were the shit when I was a kid. Sky Sky Dancers and Baby All Gone. That was. I think you turned the bottle upside down. Oh, and, and the milk disappeared in the bottle as the baby drank it. Uh, did you play with Pogs? A little bit. Never really got into them. Pogs. We had some as kids. There's this flea market by where I lived. Man, I just think back like to what I thought was like the shit when I was a kid. God, we were trashy. Anyways, there's this flea market <laughs> by, by where we were, and uh, they sold like baseball cards, hockey cards, football cards. They also sold pogs. Ah, and do you remember they had slammers? And you, yeah, man, yeah. I had a make your own pog kit. So you put like a like a magazine or whatever, and you had a pog that was a sticker, and it put the it put your thing onto the the sticky pog, 
Uh, and my buddy John Ryder had a bunch of nudie magazines that he took from his dad. So we made nudie pogs. Dude, they were the shit. Nice. <laughs> Uh, run 97 pet. Oh, no, 96. 96. Tickle Me Elmo, which would inspire the laugh that I somehow ended up with. Buzz Lightyear, Doodle Bear, Gooey Louie, and Space Jam action figures. Ooh, Space Jam's coming back out with LeBron. Great. Can't wait. Great. Tickle Me Elmo, that fucking... Yeah. God, that thing. Um, 97, Nintendo 64. No, I never got into Nintendo 64. So here's here's where it starts, right? Yeah. You just said PlayStation was the greatest thing ever made, blah, blah, blah. And then your next sentence was, I never got into Nintendo 64. I was a diehard. I still think Nintendo 64 is the best gaming system ever made. That's the one. Ever made. Yeah, I mean, for its time. Well, for its time, absolutely. Um... <coughs> Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Don't know what that is. Teletubbies. A watch that I think you had pets. Yeah, Goldeneye. See, man. So we never had a Nintendo sixty four as kids. Uh, we always had a PlayStation. Our all our neighbors had Nintendo sixty fours. Oh, um, do you get that Goldeneye reference? Did you play Goldeneye as a kid? Everybody did. Okay, just making well, sure. I couldn't play it on PlayStation. You know what I mean? Right. So, and I didn't like Nintendo sixty four because of the controller. Sure, it sucked. Um, still. To me, the best gaming system ever made. Goldeneye was the first time that you were able to play. Well, I mean, Nintendo sixty four. You play four players on the same system, and this revolutionized sleepovers. First off, that's all we wanted to do was have sleepovers and play Goldeneye through the fucking night. We never went to bed again. Yeah. Um. We and like no Golden Gun, no Odd Job. We had rules for Goldeneye. Everybody knew the rules. It didn't matter what group of friends you were playing with. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oddjob was a really, really short character. So you could run up to people and shoot them, but they couldn't even see you. So they couldn't shoot you back. So, nah, no Oddjob, bro. Nobody can be Oddjob. It's like cheating. Um, Where were we? Uh, Teletubbies, Digimon. and Digimon. Oh, Digimon. And Spice Girls, Girl Power Dolls. Remember the Spice Girls? What a fucking horrible oh, I time. I sure do. Yeah. Let's go, Posh. Spice. 98's a good one, man. This is uh, this first one here in 98's a good one. Furby. The Everybody f- had Furbies. You could train that thing what to say. Yeah, it's fucked up. Creepy. Uh, Bop It. Bop It. Awesome. Yep. Nintendo Game Boy Color, which I felt was about as good as the original Game Boy. They both sucked to me. Pro-Yo and Laser Challenge. Let's assume Laser Challenge is where you get to strap a vest on and go play like laser tag in your front yard. Maybe, yeah. Um, 99, we'll, uh, we'll end with this one, Pat. Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Not really sure what those were. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Game? Because that was when that was popular. Uh, Scalarectic a- AFX Vertigo Set. Scalextric AFX Vertigo set. I have no fucking clue what that is. Me neither. Nintendo Game Boy camera. I didn't even know that they had that. Don't know what that is. And a Tyco Rebound. So that's going to be uh, either the thing where you shoot a basketball and it scoops shoot. it back to you, yeah. or the backstop where you would throw the baseball and it threw yeah. it back to you. Um, either way, both of those were pretty sweet. Yeah. So uh, that runs out all the way up to 2000. On Wednesday show, we'll do the last 18 years here. And... Uh, We'll see what we'll see what comes up. Uh, 
Pat, anything you want to end the show on? I'm firm on Nintendo 64 being the best of all of these things so far. Where are you at? What's the best thing so far? So here's the thing, right? When I was a kid, and we're talking, this is probably, so we moved into the house in 94. So probably 95, 96, maybe 97, because Sega was still popular when the N64 came out. Yeah. Um, right as PlayStation was coming out, right? We got Sega Channel. Yep, yep, you've talked about that. And that, by far, was the coolest fucking... It's like your EA thing. Right. You know what I mean? So, the cable company would come and give you this, and they loaded all these games on it, and they would change the games every month. Um, We had that as kids. It was fucking awesome. Do you know anybody else who had Sega Channel? Uh, Maybe some... So... I've literally never heard of it until you talked about it. So, it may be something that was only offered by certain cable companies. So this was offered through oh, okay, the cable sure. company. Yeah. So it would have to be somebody in our area. Okay. Um, I'm sure some some kids at school had it or whatever. Um, but I'm telling, it was fucking wonderful. Sounds like you're a hard no. You didn't know anybody else that had it. Maybe somebody in the neighborhood. I don't. Was a color was a slot car set? Oh, that's fucking sick. What the fuck is a slot car set? You know, with the little lines in, you had the triggers and it drives uh, around. What was? Man, that's not the brand I'm thinking of. What was the Hot Wheels? Yeah, was it Hot, Hot Wheels. Yeah, Hot Wheels had them. Then you, yeah, and you could race. Probably know that was fucking Hot Wheels. There's just the name of it. I don't know. Could be, could be. Um, but it was fucking awesome, man. I really enjoyed that. And then PlayStation came out, and you know, like I said, I was Tim and I were well. Tim played a lot with the neighbors. Video. I never got into video games. I'm still not hardcore into video games. You know what I mean? There's certain games I play. And that's that. Like, Tim will literally sit at a computer for days. And he'll try new games. Yeah. That is not in my wheelhouse. Well, I'm fine trying new games. The problem is I don't want to spend 60 or 70. Actually, there's a new game that just came out on the computer that's like, it's almost like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yep. Um, With like, like, I don't know the other side of it, like the twist to it, but it's, it looks pretty fucking sick. It's called uh, Cyberpunk 2077 or something. Uh, 2070, right? Yeah. Um, I've seen that. I, I haven't seen it like in action, but I've, I've seen that name. Um, I'm just over new games, man. I can't do uh, like it. First off, there's a hundred sports to play, and I play all of them. I'll play fucking soccer. Well, you prefer hockey. the sports because that doesn't it's, really require hand-eye coordination or shooting people. It's realistic. It's That's, that's what I'm in it for, man. Shooting people isn't realistic? Getting shot 35 times and then killing 75 people within the next 30 seconds? No, that's not very realistic. Or when I get like 16 headshots off on somebody and they shoot me in the toe and I die because Call of Duty is fucking bullshit. You've never hit a headshot in Call of Duty. You know for a fact. You like, said that's not realistic and Mason said not the way Pat plays. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do, I do enjoy first person shooters when. Um, Doing the story mode. Yeah. I love... You know what we should do? We should go back and play Army of Two. You ever play that? No. Army of Two is a couch co-op game, and you sit next to each other and play it on split screen. I'm not a fan of split screen, man. TVs are fucking massive now. Your split screen is bigger than the TV you would normally play on. It doesn't matter, dude. I've never been a fan of split screen. I love split screen. I love couch co-op. I always forget if I'm on the top or the bottom. Mason said that's the greatest couch co-op game ever. It is. It is 
by far the best couch co-op game ever. It's a first-person shooter, and you just light motherfuckers up for hours. It's so much fun. You know, you know what game Devil's I thought Cartel. about getting? That's the most recent one. You know what game I was thinking about getting? What's that? Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal was great. I thought that was one of the dopest games when I was a kid. Yeah. That was like Mario Kart for adults. Yeah. Except we got it as kids. Yeah. It was awesome. Sweet Tooth. That was that motherfucker's yeah. name. Yeah. Great. That was a great game. Or there was another one that we... There, there was a snowmobile game. We Remember back, back in the day you'd get demos? Yeah, why would you get demos, though? You used to get demos for free all the time, and you could, like, do the first couple levels. Were they, like, inside another game? I don't remember how yeah, we Yeah, you would get... Or, like... Uh, yeah, how the fuck... Stores used to give them out, too, Maybe I want to say. But, yeah, some of the demos were extremely tempting. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we were talking about this the other day, and you may not remember this not being a Nintendo 64 person, but Mason, I'm gonna. this one's going to blow your fucking mind because you forgot about this game. 1080 snowboarding. This game, dude, was like Tony Hawk before Tony Hawk was Tony Hawk. It was sick. Well, that's kind of like the snowmobile game. The snowmobile game that Tim and I used to play was fucking dope. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. And, I like, I loved all the Gran Turismo's and stuff like that. I, like, I don't know if I get into them. Like, I play iRacing. I haven't really played in a while. But, like, iRacing was, like... Mason said, I did not forget about that. Oh, I did forget about that game. Hours of fun. That was a fucking amazing game. It really was. Um, yeah, man. It's it's crazy to go back and think like Colin would never know. Like he, like when you really think about it, he has no idea the struggle. I agree. And I think that, um, anything, man, like if, if you see the new child's play, there's a new child's play, right? The Chucky doll looks different. If you go back and watch the original, you're probably not going to enjoy it because the quality is so different. Yeah. But the original was so good. And I think we have that, not with just movies. Uh, you, have it with games, and a lot of it's um, because some things were um, not timeless. You know, Saturday Night Live uh, and Living Color, those shows aren't funny when you go back 20 years, unless it's a specific person who just happens to be fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but if they're making jokes about Ross Perot, I'm not laughing. I don't. I remember Ross Perot had big ears, that's it. Um, I think that if you're going to get a kid on games, you start him with the fucking Nintendo. At like four years old, start him on Nintendo, and when he's six, get him a fucking Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. Um, and evolve him through the or her through the years of video games, and they'll have such a fond appreciation for where we're at. Have you seen the the video commercials for uh, the Madden on PS Five? No, I'm sure it's insane. It doesn't look like a video game. It just but, looks like you're watching football. But you could say that about um, Tim Stiles on Atari. Atari had some good games, man. Um, Those games were all the same, though. Like, beating the game wasn't... You just fucking played and played and played. and The the fucking levels were limitless. And they just got harder until you got pissed off and died. To be fair, to your point with the NFL stuff, or like the Madden game, Yeah, with the PS4, it became realistic. Um, Because... Oh, maybe we'll Mason check that out. Mason might have just made your holiday. Maybe. Mason said, Thumb, we need to check out Diesel Guns on Steam. It's compared to Twisted Metal, but for PC. Fuck yeah, dude. I know what, I know what Mason and Tom are doing for the rest of the day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I was going to work on the podcast, but fuck it. Um, 
So I remember pulling up to my buddy's house. He had just gotten a PS4. Yeah. It was when I was living in Mass. And you rolled up, and you could see into his living room from outside. And I looked in, and I thought they were watching football. Yeah. And I walk in there playing football. So, like, before PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, you could tell that they were games. Oh, it's only $8? I'm down. We'll download that shit today, bro. Um... But since PS4 and on, it's only going to get more and more realistic. The graphics are going to be insane. To your point, I remember having these conversations uh, for the first time with uh, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. When those two gaming systems came out, I remember going, holy fuck, it's like real life. Yeah, Actually, the little defect, uh, if she's not pissing her pants in her car right now, I don't know what she's doing. Because she, I said that about a Madden game when we first started dating. And she said that she probably still says it today to make fun of me. I'll, I'll tell her a story and she'll be like, oh my God, it's like real life. Because there was a tipped pass. We were in the end zone and it was a, it was a game ending drive. I was trying to win a game and the pass got tipped and I caught it and it was a touchdown. And that had never happened before in a football video game. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, it's like real life. Like, there was a tipped pass. And she roasted me for years about that shit. Yeah, but that's a test. Like, remember Blitz? You ever played Blitz? Yeah, Blitz was it was it was great for what it was. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But you weren't getting that shit in what in those games. No, but you have to understand because I prefer realistic. Blitz was it was okay. Yeah, but it's still fucking awesome. Yeah, Blitz was great. Uh, the equivalent, the hockey equivalent, NHL hits instead of NFL Blitz. Hits was really, really fun because there's nothing cooler than I never got into hockey shit. games. Really? Yeah, I've never been into it. We're going to play a hockey game. I guarantee you enjoy yourself. Dude, checking somebody? I should probably start up my PlayStation. I haven't started in a while. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's close out here, Pat. We can talk with the live stream more about video games. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for watching. Make sure you're checking us out. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, The Number 9 Podcast. Or The no- Not The Nothing. Uh, number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Uh, Instagram or Twitter at number nine pod. This is the most of the fuck these up in a You have a time. six inch hair hanging from your beard again. Why is this becoming a routine thing for you? I don't know, man. Got long hair. Uh, what's the other one, Pat? Oh, the website number nine podcast.com. Go check it out. Uh, it's Christmas time. Feel festive. Send us some tips. Help us get going. Worry. Uh, we're just going to reinvest some money back into the, into the stream here. So. Worry. Or into the podcast in general. Uh, we're getting close to 100 followers on Instagram, right, Pat? Yeah, we're, we might actually be at 100 followers on Instagram. If we're at 100 followers on Instagram uh, this week or next week, uh, make sure you check out our YouTube page because there will be a video of us fucking Pat up with something. Or Pat has another idea. I don't know how I feel about it. We might do something with the two of us. Uh, you want to give them the count before we get off? I don't appreciate that. You're like, oh, it'll be fun. Oh, we're at 91 followers on 91 Instagram. 91 followers on Instagram. Tell your friends so we're and family. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be more painful than watching that Walmart fight. Whew, she stood on her throat, man. I just want to watch it 100 more times. She <laughs> fucked her up. Anyways, I say good day. <laughs>